0: Welcome, you're listening to the Consensus State Change Podcast, an interview series inspired by the emerging decentralization phenomenon. Thanks for joining me, Connor and Mike. Uh, would you guys mind introducing yourselves to our audience here on the State Change podcast and explain what your relationship is with ConsenSys?
1: Uh, so Connor and I were both interns at ConsenSys uh, last summer, in the summer of 2015. For my part, uh, after I was an intern at, at Consensus, I finished my last year at Columbia University. Uh, I graduated and now I am working full-time with ConsenSys uh, as a software developer.
2: So my name's Connor. I'm interning at Consensus for my second year now. And uh I am a big fan of Ethereum. I used to be a big fan of Bitcoin, but I've been brainwashed and we're here to talk about some uh some blockchain governance stuff.
0: So liquid democracy, how about we get stuck right into it?
1: Um so I'm I'm actually like not a uh like I, I actually think that liquid democracy is not the most interesting thing necessarily in the forms of uh like the new forms of governance that blockchains enable connor do you have any actual do you have any actual like expertise in how liquid democracy works because i i have like awareness but no i haven't studied it super closely
2: um i've just i've read about it a lot uh i don't know if you could if anyone is really an expert in it because it really hasn't you know it's not it's something very new and you know it's been only been around probably the idea for like 20 years or so I'd say or at least like formal publications on it but so I mean I've, I've read a bit and it's, the gist of it is that if, if you can have a democracy where you get rid of representatives and everybody has the ability to vote on issues and bills and whatnot but also the ability to delegate an expert on the topic to vote for them um you you can have a representative in the in the sense that they they can they vote in your interest but imagine that you could have delegate one expert in environmental issues and another expert in financial issues and you know maybe maybe if you feel strong enough on on some policies you'll vote yourself or if you feel well informed enough and if that that person you delegate your vote to ever starts voting like not in your interest or they start getting lobbied by some corporations or something, you have the ability to rescind that vote um, almost instantly and you could then further delegate it to someone else or vote as you wish. So the idea is if, if you can have a system like that, that runs securely, um, you could pretty much do away with, with representative democracies, but yeah, so, so why, why, don't, why aren't you a big fan of that, Mike?
1: Well, so because uh, I don't think you would actually do away with representative democracy. It's not that I'm not a big fan of it. I, I love democracy. I think people have the right to self-determination. Um, but I think that you haven't actually done away with representative democracy. You've improved it. You've made it more uh, efficient. You've made it more responsive. But we can like, invent uh, like forms of governance uh, that are like from Mars um, now that we have blockchains. Like Liquid, liquid democracy is, is an improvement on something that we already have. Uh, whereas with blockchains, for the first time, we can, like, have... We, we, can, we can really, really, like, reasonably have, like, highly devolved global socialism uh, if we want. Um, and, like, there can be... You know, you can, you can be a, a citizen of, like, multiple um, on-chain states at the same time, potentially. So, so that's, that's... It's not that I don't like liquid democracy. I believe in the right of people to, to self-determine. But I think there's, like trippier stuff out there
0: so uh so that being the case let's let's take a look at how liquid democracy actually works and let's have a look at some of these uh some of these systems of organization from mars that you described mike
1: yeah so i think like um so so the fundamental thing like the fundamental uh tool that is interesting um is that the way the way governments work today? Is there is an executive branch which has to enforce the law? Like there are ultimately people who need to like have guns and have some legitimated monopoly on violence, uh, such that they can enforce the rules that society has agreed upon, assuming it is a democracy and not some kind of uh, despotism. Um, in blockchain world, we can basically like we can make the executive branch uh, a staking system. Now, they're like, so I'll explain this in the dystopian sense uh, first, because the dystopian sense is actually easier to understand. So imagine if uh, the US government implements uh, like Fed chain um, and like, you know, people start using uh, the federal government's blockchain and Uncle Sam is going to like preserve some permissions for himself uh, on that blockchain. It might be the case that if you commit, uh, if you are convicted of a felony, the government can just like click a button and confiscate all of your fed coins, um, which is a pretty strong disincentive, you know, without having to resort necessarily to uh, violence or, or incarceration in a lot of cases. Um, so that's like, that's like the dystopian sense. But then like on the utopian side, or at least a, an, an alternate side, it means that like small groups of people can design their own governments and enforce the rules or design their own societies and enforce the rules of those societies without having to like, have guns and arrest one another and hurt one another. They can all just put things at stake. And that is how they have uh, executive function in their society.
2: Well, to, to your point about like, you know, the dystopia, the, the Fed coins, I think, I think any blockchain centrally owned like that, you know, where, where one entity can, can take your coins at any moment, really like, undermines most of the values behind cryptocurrency but i i know you meant you know, meant it as more of a dystopia but but i think that building a governance model um on on a blockchain like this it'll kind of it'll dissolve like state lines in a way you know i don't think it'll be like one blockchain for for the the countries now each country as we know it today you know i think it'll it'll more grow organically just from like an internet community you know and if that over time becomes accepted globally then then they might be, have the ability to allocate
1: funds and to have some type of executive branch. I, I totally uh, agree that um, in, I don't know what the timeline is, say 100 years, because I think this is among the more radical changes that we will see as a result of uh, more and more societal functions moving on to blockchains. But say 100 years from now, yeah, I think that people will be able to trivially be members of multiple societies where those societies have executive function to enforce their own rules. Um those are societies which could look uh, a lot like um, you know liberal democracies that we have today. They could also be like crazy hippie colonies where if you are not you know depositing uh, your your share of corn into the communal granary uh, every month, your your like hippie reputation is gonna take a a big hit, and that's like a meaningful thing um, in your society. Like people are going to be able to uh, invent or people are going to be able to rationalize the things which already have meaning to them today and be able to use those meaningful objects uh, or ideas as the means of enforcement, as the means of like executive enforcement uh, in the societies which they build around those meaningful ideas.
0: So, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a, pretty, that's a pretty ambitious dra- you know, imagining of the future, don't, don't you think, Mike?
1: Yeah, but I think I think the building blocks are there. Like I think uh, we can see that the primitive tools uh, are there. Like look at the DAO and the DAO. You know, I, I'm saying in air quotes the DAO. It obviously has uh, problems. You know, related to its security and like you know those 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 security problems are rooted in like its implementation. But this is just like an, a group of people, uh, like from the general public. Have decided to come together and like put their put their money essentially at stake and live according to the rules of this DAO. So so one day there's going to be a DAO that isn't a venture capital firm, but is going to be like uh, you know a a social agreement that you do things in a certain way. Uh, I totally agree. Um, And like you know like like the app consensus
2: is building boardroom. It's it's a governance structure platform and model for really corporations at first but you could apply it to you know a nation state to the whole global community and even like smaller communities maybe you know maybe like a small town somewhere will be the first type of implementation of some type of blockchain democracy but i think the the tools will first be built for corporations and once you can get that the decentralized autonomous corporations running on some blockchain governance model with shareholders voting and and whatnot, I think that'll be a really good
1: proof of concept for blockchain governments. Yeah, I agree. I think the the tool sets are going to be like exactly the same. There will be no difference in how a for-profit uh, DAO is constructed versus how a social DAO is constructed in terms of the tools yes. used.
0: And so what are the advantages of, of these kinds of, of models? I mean, I know earlier, earlier, Mike, you mentioned that they were more efficient. What, what, do you think of the, uh, what do you think of the advantages and disadvantages of them? Uh, you know, the, the, uh, the potential uh, misuse of this kind of technology and, and how do you see those two things stacking up?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, one, one thing, and again, we're talking about like far out stuff so I'll, I'll give you a far out answer to start which is that these types of societies will make people more free like i have a right uh, to free speech in this in this particular country but let let's say that i want to assign myself a right to live in a in a society without war i i, I in a self sovereign way want to have that right i don't want to pay taxes to a government that uses them to kill people and right now, it would be very difficult for me to actually enforce this right, which I have given to myself. But when it becomes super cheap uh, to, to build governments and societies with like uh, almost zero cost executive uh, power, I can give myself any rights that I want, essentially. So it makes people more, more free. And that's, that's my most far out utopian answer for what's cool about them. Again, we can we can recreate the societies that we have today and implement them more efficiently. Uh, but we also have space now to imagine things that just weren't possible before.
0: So, Connor, have you been thinking about this stuff prior to your engagement with uh, consensus, or is this a uh, or is this an idea that you you know that that you discovered while you were here? Well,
2: so I've I've always been. Uh, a libertarian I'd say and I don't want to drag politics into this. This is a
1: totally political conversation. (laughs) This is a super political conversation.
2: Yeah that's true but (laughs) Uh, well yeah so I mean I've always been a strong libertarian and strong believer in like personal personal rights and I think everyone on any side of the political spectrum today can see that the way our government's organized is pretty inefficient. It's based off a system we built over 200 years ago and you know, there's just so much corruption and money in politics and almost anyone would agree with that. And I just think that it's, this is, it's a weird time where like crypto anarchism meets like socialism, you know, on the internet. And I, I, to answer your question, I I hadn't really heard of the, the idea of liquid democracy until I got involved with like Bitcoin and with uh, <laughs> Ethereum and, and, you know, read some, some good articles on the idea, but like it really, it really just stuck out to me because it, it seems like such a good solution to a lot of these issues of corruption that we have today in, in politics. And what, what people haven't realized is like the Internet is so new, and it's, it's revolutionized everything as far as you know our business goes, our social interactions go, but we really haven't taken advantage of it as far as governance goes, and
1: I think, uh, I think in the next 50, 100 years, that could change. Another thing that I want to throw out there in terms of, um, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, I've just been saying this whole time that it's easy to to spin up um, these new societies, but like uh, one of the ways in, ac- in which it actually is very lightweight, aside from doing away with the executive function, is that what you can do with smart contracts is basically specify uh, an API such that you're saying this is how uh, the members of my society and my society. Uh, are willing to interact with the rest of the world and when you specify it as an api if your society has enough uh, compelling market power behind it you can let market forces build the society for you um like the model right now is that like we have to say like say in, in the united states you know we come to some sort of uh, pseudo consensus on like this is the 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 way that we want to live and the world we want to live in and then the government like collects taxes To implement that vision the way it's more lightweight in blockchain world is we just say this is the way that we want to live we have these uh, trusted autonomous and immutable API's and then market forces can just build that world for us because they stand to profit by it so so that's that's the uh, another way in which these societies are just going to be very lightweight and easy uh, to spin up like this is just me but I've always been fascinated uh, by the idea of utopia um, and, and utopias, I think there is a plurality of possible utopias. Everybody's utopia is different. My utopia has a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches in it. Someone else's utopia has a lot of video games in it. Uh, and and the, reason, the reason that I'm excited about this is because I see uh, like a reasonable way to possibly build a plurality of utopias uh, which can live harmoniously with one another. And, and I feel like uh, if I... Or if we can succeed in explaining that uh, to other people, people who are not like tuned into the blockchain yet, who's gonna who's gonna say no to like living in their own uh, utopia?
2: Yeah, well, it's e- it's easy to put it that way. Um, you know, everyone everyone would love a utopia, but you know, everyone has a different utopia, and it it it's all comes down to comes down to how you want to come to that consensus over what the utopia is, but i think there is a bit of a generation aspect to it but this is still a very niche uh, community idea you know it's very very small in the grand scheme of things like if you go out on the street and ask 120 year olds like about liquid democracy chances are none of them are gonna have any clue what you're talking about but there is there is that sense in in our generation i think you know that and a lot of that you could see behind bernie sanders um that they do want change and they do want to fix this corrupt system, but I don't think a lot of people really understand how. And I don't, I don't blame them because to really grasp liquid democracy and you know blockchain governance and to understand that it can be implemented in a secure way, you really need to have a good understanding of cryptography and and I mean more than that, like you know cryptocurrencies and blockchain and blah blah blah, but. I think I think as you know, the more generations grow up on the internet um, and are using blockchain technologies without even knowing it in their lives. It could it could change things eventually, I guess.
1: Yeah. So so in regard to uh, like younger people uh, getting this and older people not getting it. So I'm 24. I'm not that old. Um, but uh, I recently went to um, a uh, high school. Here in New York City to help them out with a hackathon and I was I was teaching the kids there about how blockchains work and they got it so fast like I was talking to them for like 90 minutes and at the end of 90 minutes they were throwing ideas at me that I had never heard before and I'm around this stuff all day every day like the younger you are the faster you're gonna get it and the more creative you're going to be uh, with it and and what's uh, interesting about that is that it happens to be a fact uh, that as people get older, uh, they start to die, uh, and then political power shifts to the younger generation. Uh, so like it, inevitably, young people take political power because they're the ones who survive. Um, but it, they have to become yeah. older first. Well, they don't have to be that old. They just have to be old enough. O- old enough to like, exercise their rationality and old enough for the older people to have died. <laughs> yeah, well, with modern medicine and, and immortality, uh, that could be an issue. <laughs> That'll add a whole new dimension to to all of these politics, which I cannot
0: foresee. Really, Mike? You can't, you can't, for, it's something that you can't foresee. This has to be one of, uh, this has to be a, a rare moment. Uh, well, I won't, I won't say I can't foresee
1: it, but I, I haven't uh, taken the time to look into my crystal ball uh, yet. So so ask ask me next week, I'll tell you exactly how it's going to play out.
0: Okay. Hey, cool, guys. This has been fantastic. I'll, uh, I'll let you go. It sounds like there's a whole lot, whole, whole lot of stuff going on over there. But um, thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining me. This will be a great episode.
1: Certainly. Thank you,
0: Arthur. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having us. That was a lot of fun. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to State Change. Check out ConsensusMedia.net for more.